0: Welcome to Death Do Us Part podcast hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey. Hey. It's
1: Mark's birthday. It
0: is my birthday today. These
1: old balls.
0: Yo, I had my Portillo's double bacon cheeseburger, which was amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now I'm washing it down with a cold beer.
1: Yep. That I opened with a screwdriver.
0: Yeah, because we don't have <laughs> a fucking bottle opener.
1: But it's one of those like, so my stepmom puts, you would think odd things in our stocking, but they're yeah. very practical and they come into use at the strangest times. Mm-hmm. So this is a keychain that's like, I don't know, I think a it's like nine different screwdriver heads on it. Yeah. It's like a Phillips, a flathead, a fucking, what are they? I forgot what the other one, a nail and wrench.
0: Yeah.
1: Fucking open the, the fucking bottle of beer with it.
0: It, was, it worked out perfect. It's like,
1: look at this shit.
0: So now I'm having a nice cold Corona. Mm-hmm. It's been not... a while since I've had one. Oh, fuck. What? I
1: forgot my monster out there.
0: Oh, did
1: you? Yeah, god damn it. So it's a rehab.
0: Yeah, it's a rehab, but those are way better yeah. than the regular The
1: only ones. problem with them is that I chug them.
0: I do, too, because they're not they're, carbonated. They're not carbonated, yeah.
1: But we had a watermelon one that wasn't carbonated the other day. Oh, I think I was at work. I don't think I was here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but no, the rehabs, you just, uh, oh, I suck them down.
1: Yeah, the it, it was just a, flat, a plain old, like, watermelon one.
0: Yeah, they're good. But the
1: strawberry lemonade one's good.
0: Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, the, the rehabs are where it's at. Yeah. Are you okay with the mic? I or? don't know
1: what the deal is. Hmm. I don't know, it's bothering me. Oh, okay. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to get weighted. awaited.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you're gonna. Your glasses are gonna bump into it a hundred times. You
1: Shut your fucking hole because it was yours last time.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: Jesus.
0: Cheese and rice. Oh my god. So, babe, again, it's my birthday. It's your birthday. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I'm old balls, some forty fucking one. I
1: love how Jax and I leave yesterday for a solid 10 minutes. Yeah, We literally ran to Target and then we're coming home and I'm walking through Target and I get a message from you that says, oh my god, where did my 30s go? And I'm like, oh, oh, I left four fucking minutes ago. When did we get philosophical? (laughs) I'm like, I don't know, dude, the same fucking place mine did. And your response? Together. Well, I died, you know, at 37. So I missed like those couple years and I'm like, well, in case you didn't notice, I kind of participated in that with you. Right, so, you true, know,
0: true. Whatever. But I'll give it to you.
1: Well, I, you kind of have to. You uh, don't really have a choice. But it
0: just, didn't it fly by? Like, what the
1: fuck? Yeah. It Which, just, dude. I don't understand. Like, I just, it dawned on me today that tomorrow's like June 1st. Yeah. We're, we're halfway done with the year.
0: The year already.
1: It's very, it's very. It, weird. It's
0: flying by like way too fast.
1: So we have so many June babies at work.
0: Oh really? Yeah.
1: It's like June and November.
0: Hmm, that's kind of weird. There's one, two,
1: three, seven of us that I can think of right off the bat that are June. Seven. 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 I love
0: friends. I do too. Ugh. It's so
1: amazing. I told you, every time I hear the word Botox, I think of Courtney Cox when they're talking about Richard's daughter or whatever and saying, yeah. watch Botox. <laughs> every time. And I'm like, that's going to happen to me. I'm going to get Botox and my face is never going to move again.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: but then it was pointed out to me that I have resting bitch face, anyways. Yes. And I don't move my face to begin with. And I'm that, like, that's mm, true. Prove a very valid point.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Mm-hmm. I want Botox for my birthday.
0: Oh babe, my birthday's in a month. Oh, and then you're gonna be right up there with me at forty-one.
1: But you're always gonna be older.
0: Oh my god, one fucking month doesn't matter. You're always gonna one be older. One freaking month, dude.
1: Always gonna be older. Always. Whatever.
0: Ha So, anyways, how was work?
1: Uh, I don't fucking know. Works, works, work.
0: Nah.
1: My back is.
0: Yeah, your back is fucking been fire. You.
1: So, at one point, I got looked at today uh, by the person who sits across from me, you know? Yeah. And he's like, you really look like you're in pain. Yeah. I am. <laughs> I don't know how you
0: pulled it, though.
1: I must have just turned wrong.
0: I turned left.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that just proves that I'm just as fucking old as you are. <laughs> right. You know, Lou's fucking laughing at both of us right now. Oh, I know. Old boy. Old
0: balls. Yeah. But he'll be up, up there with us. He now. is
1: up there with us. And he has more gray hair than we do. I,
0: exactly. So, so whatever. Boom, Lou, our brother-in-law. Whatever.
1: Uh, I love it. When I text him, I'm like, hey, buddy. And I get back immediately. What'd you fucking break? <laughs> I didn't break nothing.
0: He's the fixer, man. He knows it all, dude. I
1: really didn't break anything this time. I just had a question. Problem. Right. I will say, though. That one year, on New Year's Eve, we were living in the condo, mm-hmm. and our heat went out.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: I texted him, because you were at work, and I yeah. was like, hey, do you know anybody that can kind of come look at this? I know it's New Year's Eve, and, <clears throat> and he's like, well, I'll be right over. And I'm like, no, it's not a big deal. And he's like, no, like I'm, I'm just getting dressed, and blah, blah, blah. Dude was going to a black tie fucking party, and was dressed in a tuxedo, Are and was going to come fix our fucking heat. And I was like, God damn it, don't you dare. Wow. Yeah, and then Uncle Billy was going to come fix it. Oh. Hit Lou's uncle. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm like, you guys are the sweetest, though. Like, they were just going to, I was like, just tell me somebody to call. I'll pay Holiday, pay, y- you know. Yeah. No, they were going to They were going to come over and do it. Oh,
0: that's yeah. how awesome they are. So, mm.
1: there's our tangent on Lou. Hope he yeah. still listens. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, I had a, a nice, relaxing day. Good. That's, that's all I really wanted. Uh, What'd played, you do? Nothing? Played video games with Jax. He mm. wanted to play in the morning when oh. I woke up. So did that and then just sat around. That's good, though. Uh, yeah, that's all I wanted. Yeah. I forgot the Sox game was on early, so I was kind of bummed that I missed that. But, You're
1: watching it now. Who cares? Uh,
0: the replay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My but, boyfriend came back the other night. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Beat cancer. <sighs> Liam Hendricks. I'm in love
1: with Liam Hendrix.
0: I don't know why. I don't think he's that good looking.
1: How do you not fucking realize that you resemble him? Do you not realize that? No. Um, All right. Um, All right. But. I do? I am in love with Liam Hendricks. Mm -hmm. I did ask my brother-in-law. I was like, if I invite him to my birthday party, do you think he'll come? (laughs) And my brother-in-law's like, are you having a birthday party? I'm like. Are you gonna ask him if he'll come over? <laughs> and he was like, "I'm I'm done talking to you." I'm like, "God
0: damn it! I tried,
1: I tried." Although do, do I what? would be stupid if they like if I ever got the chance to. Meet oh him my god!
0: And, <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Hello.
1: When fucking Paul Kanurko walked past me, yeah, I was like, <laughs> right, and great, they're
0: just regular dudes.
1: I was like, "Did I sound stupid?" And Jackie's like. Yes,
0: very much so. Yeah, but it. they are it's crazy because they're just regular dudes.
1: Mm-hmm. Like the day you met Robin Ventura?
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I, I drove a moving van yeah. with him.
1: He hops in, hey, I'm Robin. Yeah. No kidding.
0: And we drove a moving truck together when he gave my brother his huge fucking couch that mm-hmm. weighed 5,000 pounds. Dude,
1: that couch is comfortable as Book.
0: Yeah, it is. But It is heavy as shit. Dude, the, the pillows are oh heavy. Oh, my God. We fucking struggled with that, getting it out well, of this condo. Well, your brother is
1: four pounds. I don't know why he thought he was going to lift anything uh, heavy.
0: Dude, we had like five guys with yeah. us. And, I'm, dude, and Robin's wife was super nice, met, trying to give us as much water as possible. Is, yeah. and She's
1: like, thank God, just get the fuck out of my house. Oh, yeah.
0: They wanted it out of their <clears throat> condo.
1: I met Carlton Fisk. Mm-hmm geeked at especially when one of the people i was working with was like who's carlton fisk
0: do, oh my do, god go really? away little boy yeah really go away it was a boy too yeah oh my god that mm-hmm. guy should be ashamed of himself uh, yeah
1: you should have seen the way that w- myself and the other person looked at him like but what
0: you should be ashamed oh, yeah. of yourself
1: but i i geeked it and he's like you are too young to know who i am and i was like I am not. I watched you as a kid. Right? This is the greatest day ever. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they listen to us? Uh, p- probably, probably not. not. Yeah. No. Nah. Damn it.
0: Probably not.
1: Dude, if you guys listen to us.
0: We love you.
1: I l- legit love you.
0: Yeah. Man. But they're just regular guys. <laughs> when my brother took me, you know... In spring training to meet the guys, yeah, they're just regular normal normal guys. See the one
1: guy keep hugging you, yeah, Ricky? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Gave me a big hug and everything, and dude.
1: Spring training, it's it's like no other. It's I mean, awesome. watching major league players play like. They're in the fucking in, sandlot. Yeah, is,
0: it's awesome. It's
1: insane, and you're and leaning just, on the fence watching them.
0: And they're just doing their own yeah. thing. going to hitting practice if they want <laughs> hitting practice. Just throw if they want to throw. And you're and
1: literally leaning on the fence, like and, just and like, they're right there. Yeah, yeah. Insane. It's it's, it's cool. Pretty cool. It's,
0: yeah, it's a cool experience. If you're a baseball fan, oh, you got to do it at least once. You you at least got to go to spring training. You one have time, to because it's.
1: It's insane. It's cool.
0: Yeah, it's a cool experience.
1: We met Jason Bonetti,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who I absolutely Some people adore. probably...
0: We're, we're in Chicago. Oh, we're from so, Chicago. Yes. He's one of...
1: Well, he announces for a lot of different things. Yeah.
0: Though. Yeah. ESPN yeah. and yeah. Fox. But yeah, Benetti was was awesome. Do
1: you remember what you said to him?
0: Yeah. Because he's... <laughs> The poor guy is crippled. He's he handicapped. CP. Yeah, yeah, he's handicapped himself, and I was like, I can't feel my, my legs.
1: He's like, how you doing? And you're like, ah, just learning how to walk. And he's like, yeah, yeah me too. And you <laughs> were like, oh, my God. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. I still have the Facebook, or not? it's not a Facebook thing, but the recording of the message he did, the announcement he did.
0: Oh, do you really? I, yeah, it's on the yeah, Facebook, Yeah, I'd so. like to. Yeah. I'd like to hear that again. Going down really memory
1: cool. lane.
0: Yeah, I know. I know.
1: hmm
0: So anyways, uh, we have a request today.
1: We do. And this is one that you forgot, forgot about. Yeah. I was so nervous Got it was going to be me. the
0: archive.
1: But this young lady came and saw us in yes. Detroit. Yes. So. This
0: is for you, Heather. It's all for you. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. All
1: right. So today we are doing the murder of Leanne Fletcher. Now I did not know this case, did you?
0: No, okay. I have no clue.
1: <clears throat> um, it's not far, it's in Michigan. Right. So yeah. Um so it all started when he asked the woman in the devil costume to take him to hell. Ooh. It ended with an affair, a pregnancy, and a murder. Ooh. <gasps> a
0: That's a lot.
1: Leanne Meisner was born May 12, 1970 to parents Jack and Gloria Meisner in Warren, Michigan. She was the youngest of five kids with three older sisters and one older brother. She was kind of a later-in-life baby, so um, there was like a five-year difference between her and the, the next youngest, So, yeah.
0: Um,
1: but they were pretty happy about her. They treated her like their own baby doll, pretty much, yeah. Um. So she had a happy childhood, growing up in the city, and then they moved to the suburbs. She always dreamed, though, of marriage and a big family. By 1990, she was working at a, uh, excuse me, as a telemarketer, and she went to a Halloween party at Michigan State. All of her friends were there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was dressed as a devil.
0: Ooh.
1: Twenty-one-year-old Michael Mick Fletcher. So we'll call him Mick from now on.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, was smitten. Mick was born on October 13th, 1969 to parents, John and Darla. He was the oldest of three children in a conservative evangelical Christian family. He taught himself how to play the piano and the family started a band.
0: Oh, it's all the religious people. It really
1: is. Uh, They released a contemporary Christian album that really didn't work out. And he ended up working. um, You
0: don't say. Yeah.
1: Several fast food jobs uh, throughout high school. He ended up going to community college where he studied criminal justice with with the hopes of becoming a cop.
0: All right.
1: He then changed his mind uh, to be a lawyer. Mm. He transferred to Michigan State. And that's how he met Leanne.
0: Ah. So
1: this is he went up to her at the party and his opening line was take me to hell. Not oh, bad. Yeah. Not, well, if not you're bad. I'm not faulting as, you, dude.
0: If you're dressed as yeah. the devil, I mean. It's
1: a pretty solid.
0: It's a pretty ice solid icebreaker. Pretty solid line, I'm,
1: I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So I got to give it to him. After three years of dating, uh, Mick and Leanne married. Leanne became a beautician doing nails uh, part-time and also worked as a phone solicitor. Now, she worked her ass off because she was supporting Mick through law school. She was the one who was really, it didn't really say if he was working, but she was the one making the money. Yeah. She ended up buying them a house. Um, they bought a house on Hazelwood Avenue and uh, had their first child in 1996. Her name was Hannah. Hmm. So, despite the happy facade, the marriage was rocky. Yeah. The couple separated and reconciled several times. And in 1997, Mick was on his last year of law school. Now, he ended up so it's a little like iffy here, because okay. some sources say that there were two judges that he was sleeping with.
0: Whoa, yeah. judges. He didn't
1: fuck around. So Man. it's possible that there was an initi- there was a first judge. Okay. Okay. Um, it was his law school sponsor. Yeah. Which is, it's like a last year mentor, basically. Um, her name, I don't know. Her pseudo name in in some things was Sharon. Okay. Um, so he's now, he's working on finishing law school. He's going to take the bar, start his own practice, you know, because Leanne's dream eventually was to be able to stay at home with the kids. Right. Well, by September of 1997, Mick and this judge were having a full-blown affair.
0: No shit. Now,
1: he's a a social climber and wanted to be powerful.
0: Man, I got to give it to him. That's, dude, Mm -hmm. that's pretty uh, up there with the judge.
1: He's kind of a dick.
0: Because then he tells his
1: wife, like, you should strive to be more than a nail tech.
0: Ooh, that's kind of hard. I'm sorry,
1: dick face. First of all. She loved it. She enjoyed it. Yeah. Second of all, what the fuck put, you think put you through law school? Right. Her doing fucking nails. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. That was the first thing. Yeah,
0: that's kind of harsh.
1: She was really upset, which made sense, obviously. Yeah. Um, so fast forward a little bit. He's sleeping with this judge. He becomes a full-fledged lawyer. Um. He started to change. A lot of people noticed it. He became very arrogant and very full of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, he started working late nights, and the marital problems were seemingly worse. There was a lot of strain. Oh. Uh, Leanne suspects that there is an affair, but she won't say anything without proof. Um, and it's suspected that she doesn't really want to know the truth. You know? Yeah,
0: I, I get it.
1: So, around Christmas of 1997, he's working as a legal clerk in Warren, Michigan, which is an affluent neighborhood of Detroit.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And around this time, uh, Mick becomes friends with a a newly elected circuit court judge, and he introduces her to Leanne. So, this judge's name was Susan, and her last name was, I cannot pronounce it, (laughs) Chernowski, I believe is how it's said. So Susan and Leanne are at the table and they hit it off at dinner over their shared hatred for the first judge. Mm. So at this point, Leanne's not even remotely threatened by Sharon. She thinks that they're just friends and she understands, you know, that that they have to spend time together because of where Mick is working. Because now with him working in Warren, he's working with Susan. Susan. Right. So um she she had the same bad feelings, you know they both did towards this initial judge, and she she doesn't think she has anything to worry about when it comes to
0: Susan. Oh, that corona was good. <laughs> mm.
1: Um so now Leanne's not worried about Susan, but this first judge is. She tells Mick you you need to stop seeing her. And Mick's like, she's my friend. Like, we're not having an affair. And they weren't. They were not sleeping together at this point. Yeah. Um, He ends up refusing to end his friendship with Susan. And um, he ends up cutting it off with the first judge to maintain his friendship with Susan. Yeah. Um, This judge gets pissed and threatens to tell Leanne. Says she's going to go to Leanne's workplace and tell her and, and all that good stuff. But it's unknown how far she got into trying to tell her?
0: What's the age gap? Because if it's a judge and a law clerk,
1: okay. Well, he there's got to be
0: some kind of an age gap.
1: So, okay, so the first judge, we, I don't know much about her. The second judge, there was a four-year age difference. Okay, she was 33, and he was only as a judge. Yeah, and he was only 29. Wow, so, that's
0: impressive. The
1: thing with Susan Chernowski, well, for okay, so. Leanne ends up never finding out from the first judge because she won't even fucking talk to her. Mm -hmm. So even if this person tried to contact Leanne, she was just like, "Fuck you, not right." So Susan Chernowski now in the area, their family is known as like the Kennedys of Michigan. Oh, they're a very prominent family. um, Right, legal based family. Everybody is somehow in In the the law. Right, in the legal field, and she's newly elected. Mm -hmm. So um so at this point mick and susan's friendship continues he actually starts doing some work at her house her and her husband had just bought a home and needed wiring done for like their computer and shit and i guess he was real good at tech stuff so he would go over there and help um susan would make sure she was there they would conversate about random things but eventually the conversations turned more personal um the more time they spent together. Yeah. They started bringing up their marital issues. She wasn't very happy with her husband. He wasn't very happy with Leanne and said that at some point he he was going to want to leave.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so shortly after that, Mick passes the bar and he decides to immediately open his own practice. Now, he becomes successful because Susan starts throwing cases his way. Ooh now apparently circuit court judges can do that okay they can they can like pick defense attorneys yeah so normally they go like in order yeah like okay well you get this one you get this one and then it's just kind of right yeah but he was getting all the good ones okay the ones that she knew he'd win he'd make money off of right the ones where people were actually gonna pay him to represent them so yeah he, I mean, he was making decent fucking money because of her. Mm-hmm. So, they, um, eventually, though, their business relationship turned sexual. Of course. By the summer of 1998, they were sleeping together. Um, and it turns into a pretty intense relationship, despite what they say later on.
0: Okay. Now, what do you mean by intense?
1: Like, it's not just, they're not just sleeping together. Like, Like they're They're falling for each other, yeah. Like it's it's a full blown relationship, despite what they say later on. Okay. Um, Susan files for divorce from her husband. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Seemed to be the next best step that she had to do to be with Mick. Wow. But he cannot make up his mind between her and Leanne. Yeah. Now. He will say later on, and she will even say later on, that Mick always told her, I'm not leaving my wife. Yeah. I love you. I'm in love with you, but I'm not leaving my wife. Which is very weird because he treated yeah. her like a piece of shit. Yeah,
0: that is weird.
1: So I was making schedules on my paper. Can you tell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was marking off black, red, gold chip. Whoops. Yeah. Um, I was like, shit, I didn't know that was bleeding through. (laughs) Um, So in August of 1988, I believe it was August 12th, Margaret, or excuse me, Susan and her husband's divorce are fine. It's final. Yeah. On the very same day, Mick goes to her and says that he's going back to his wife. Wow. He needs to give it one last shot with her.
0: Wow. So he's going
1: to really focus on his marriage. Okay. Now, Susan's beyond pissed. But eventually she backs off, saying that she understands. And she rationalizes his behavior in her head by saying he's just going back for the kid. What are you looking for?
0: A pen oh. to hold. Um. So it, may, it makes me feel like I'm doing something, just holding the pen. <laughs>
1: okay. Um. <clears throat> so by the end of the summer of 1998, him and Susan stopped seeing each other all together. Oh, by the end of 1998, though, Mick and Leanne's marriage is again at an all time low.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Leanne suspects that he's keeping secrets again. And it all comes to a head when they're at a holiday party and Mick receives a page. He goes to leave the party without his wife. Whoops. Like she's not going to notice you left.
0: You just left up and left
1: where'd my ride go
0: uh honey fuck hello how am i
1: gonna get home
0: honey where are you now
1: they never really say who the page came from but because him and at this point him and susan weren't seeing each other anymore so um they go home and a huge blowout happens They finally tell each other all their frustrations with each other. And he flat out tells Leanne that he's only there because of their daughter, Hannah. Yeah. So in January of 1999, Mick moves out and he files for divorce. As I start to yawn. So (laughs) Leanne accepts this um, and really decides that now's the time she's just got to move on like him. She's got to figure out a way to just be on her own. Yeah. And she's getting there. She's starting to accept it. She's starting to actually move on. But two months later in March, Mick starts begging her to take him back. Oh, wow. Her family is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, wh- why does he want you back all of a sudden? Right. What ended that now he's coming back to you? Exactly. And why the fuck are you going back to him? Exactly. So she went back to him, though. Uh. I mean...
0: She was in love.
1: Yeah. so Love
0: is a motherfucker.
1: Despite the couple getting back together, he never dismisses the divorce proceedings. Oh. So they're going through the court. Yeah. And a family friend ends up telling her, like, he hasn't dropped the divorce, you know, proceedings yet. And she's right. like, oh, but he will. Things are going great. And he doesn't. Wow. And then by June... Him and Susan are back together.
0: Oh, you don't say. Him and
1: Susan are sleeping together
0: You don't say.
1: Now, Susan took him back with open arms, Mm -hmm. rationalizing his behavior once again. Yep. And tells him, okay, you can stay with Leanne and you can be with me, but you can't sleep with her.
0: Well, how the fuck is that going to work? His
1: wife. You can't sleep with your wife.
0: Yeah. Cool. How
1: the fuck is that going to work? And again, they both say later on that, like, they were just sleeping together. It wasn't a thing. But right. Yeah. So it's cool. You you can be with both of us. Right. But you got to stop sleeping with her.
0: Yeah. That I, I don't see how that's going to work out. He's
1: like, cool, cool. I'm I'm good. Good idea. Great idea. Done. <laughs>
0: yeah, You're the sure. only one I'm sleeping with. Sure. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Fast forward to August twelfth, nineteen ninety nine. Leanne comes to Mick and says, "Hey, guess what? I'm pregnant."
0: Ooh.
1: So he puts on a happy face and was like, "This is the best fucking thing ever. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we're back together. We're having another baby." Right. Gives her this cheesy ass fucking Hallmark card about how he's so happy. Blech. But really, he's freaking the fuck out because he promised Susan that he then wouldn't he sleep would, with his wife. Yeah. Well now she's pregnant. Ooh. So not only are you sleeping together, How are you you're hide not that? fucking pulling out.
0: Exactly.
1: And he's like so do I tell her, do I not tell her? We don't know. Yeah. So August 15th, 1999, um Leanna and Mick take her parents out to dinner to announce her pregnancy. Ooh. Her mom is like, Jesus fucking Christ, what did yeah, I tell you? Right. Like, God, what are you thinking? But like, Idiot. they Right. They put on a happy face. Dad's like, I'm going to fucking kill him in the parking lot. Maybe yeah. That. So during dinner, Mick actually asks her parents if they can watch Hannah the next day so him and Leanne can go to the shooting range. What? Now, both of her parents are like, hmm, Leanne doesn't like guns. Yeah. Why is she going to go shoot? one so they found it very oh well, I mean it's uh, good to know but she was so terrified of them her sister said that if one was in the open yeah she would visibly shake
0: really mm-hmm. oh, okay. pin that pin that uh, I'm pinning it but
1: yeah so her parents are like um all right I, I I guess yeah so they weren't even sure that there was a gun in the house to shoot at the shooting range. But apparently, back in November, um, Mick had gotten a gun. Yeah. And he told Leanne that he was getting the gun. Why am I yawning?
0: Oh, my God. Nice job. You shut your mouth.
1: He told Leanne he was getting the gun because now he's, he's taking all of these cases with drug dealers and, you know, he just wants everybody to be safe. And then with with Hannah being in the house and he he wants to be able to protect his his home. So she hates it, but he's not getting rid of the gun. So the gun's in the house. Now, so they're like, okay, yeah, fine. We'll watch her. Go go to the gun range. Do what you got to do. Very weird, but go ahead. Uh So after dinner, he ends up dropping Leanne and Hannah off and then says, I got to go into the office. I got to get some work done. Okay. So the office was really uh, Susan's house. So he went over uh, to sleep with his girlfriend. Of course. And tells her, I I love you. I love you. Uh, I love you, baby. I'm so in love with you. I love you. Baby, I love you, girl. That's exactly what he said. Just like that. (laughs) Now, ironically enough, Susan, that very night, wants reassurance that Mick is not sleeping with his fucking wife. So he's like, baby, I ain't sleeping with my wife.
0: No. Don't
1: you worry. Of course not.
0: Of course not, baby.
1: I ain't sleeping with my pregnant wife. Right. Hmm. So What had
0: happened was.
1: See, what had happened was I fell.
0: Right. Hmm. Right Um, into her, of course.
1: I can't believe people actually say that as an excuse. (laughs) Um, So the next day on August 16th, 1999, uh, the couple drops off Hannah at her parents' house. And her mom, one more time, is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Why are you going to a shooting range? You hate fucking guns. What are you doing? Do you want to know what Leanne says to her mom? What? Oh, mom, he's not going to shoot me.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
1: I didn't even know. If you have
0: to say that, if you have to say that, that's a problem. Honey,
1: baby, sweetie, child, he's about to shoot you. Yeah,
0: that's a problem. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> mm. I, i'm not saying but i'm just saying right.
1: so they go to the gun range which was very unsuccessful she fired two rounds and was like fuck you and fuck this i'm not doing this anymore yeah so they leave they have about a half an hour before they have to go pick up hannah so he suggests they go home to have a quickie Ooh. and continuously throughout Hey-o. this entire case uses the term quickie hey Sir, please stop saying that word. Quickie. P- please stop. Please please stop. Quickie. You're, you're in court. <laughs> right. P- please stop. <laughs> so she's like, this is great. Like, he wants to sleep with her. Things are going great. Yeah. So they go home. They have their quickie on the bedroom floor.
0: Ooh. That's hot um, and
1: sexy. So now he gets up, goes to the bathroom. Here's a shot. Goes running into the room. Sees mm-hmm. her on the ground. Yeah. Calls 911. Literally the worst 911 phone call I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. Really? Like, I've talked about the weepy voice killer. Oh, yeah. Who's like, I stabbed her. <laughs> right. This is a hundred times worse.
0: Is it really? His
1: voice is higher pitched than than the weepy voice killer. Oh, boy. Um, He never says her name. He calls her honey. On the 911 call. Oh, babe,
0: what happens when I call you, hon? I fucking
1: hate that goddamn word. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it.
0: I use it when I'm mad at you. Hun is not my
1: name. (laughs) I'm just saying. So, babe, it's... I mean, somebody was holding a cue card in front of him, or he was holding the notebook that he wrote it down in.
0: Right. Because
1: it sounds that fucking bad. Oh, really? Oh, terrible. Fucking terrible. So... EMS arrives, uh, they go into the bedroom, they find her on her stomach with her head turned towards the bed, almost as if she was looking for something underneath the bed. Yeah. And they find a Smith & Wesson by her right hand.
0: Okay.
1: Now, I did read that she was, uh, they said that she had some electrical activity.
0: Oh which oh. means
1: this had just happened. Okay. So like he didn't okay. waste any time. He,
0: you like, mean electrical activity, activity with in her heart. heart? Yeah. Okay.
1: So allegedly she was in what they call PEA, which is pulseless electrical activity. Okay. That just means that it wasn't a long time between the shooting and the call. But they did end up pronouncing her on the scene. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so now the police are like, "What? what the fuck happened?
0: Yeah.
1: First of all, this is this pisses me off. She was found in just her tank top and bra. She had on no underwear and no pants because they had just gotten done having sex. Yeah. You couldn't let her put a pair of fucking pants on? Yeah. Before these people walk in and see her fucking spread eagle on the floor?
0: Yeah, that's... God, yeah. that drives me nuts. That, yeah. That's so, kind of my pet peeve, too. It drives too. me crazy. Yeah. So... some respect.
1: Right. Mick says that he was trying to reload the weapon. And was having issues reloading it. So he asks her to do it.
0: Of course. Because that's what always happens.
1: Sir, she shakes yeah. around guns. First so of, all, of
0: course she's going to get of all, it done. What
1: kind of a fucking turd bag are you that you can't reload your own fucking weapon? Right. Let's just start there. Right. Big old douche nozzle. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> I can fucking reload a weapon. Uh. I. So you hand it to your wife who fucking visibly shakes when she's around guns. Cool, Great idea. What he a says turd. He goes into the bathroom to clean up, and he hears the shot.: Yeah. So then he his first story is, she must have committed suicide.:
0: Of course.
1: She had to have.: Oh yeah. Uh, she has a perfect fucking entrance wound in her ear. Oh. So like you know where your ear hole is? Yeah. The, the, I know that's a terrible way to explain it, but your ear hole? Yeah. Literally right above it, perfect fucking circle.
0: No shit. Yeah,
1: perfect circle. But she killed herself. That's she committed suicide. Mm, it's kind and of the, a weird shot. Yeah. If the you're cops are like, yourself. Mm, yeah, we don't think so.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a weird shot. It's a
1: very weird fucking shot, especially for somebody who is afraid of guns.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh <sighs>
1: my god. So then he says he went up to her and picked up her left hand and said that as soon as he picked up her hand, he just knew. He knew she was dead. Oh. So he calls 911.
0: Oh, this poor guy. He
1: comes in for the interview, and the cops are like, cool, you have no blood on you. Yeah. Like, none. We understand you were washing up, but everybody knows what a man's washing up after you have a cookie. Do they
0: check for gun residue? Oh, I'm getting there. Okay.
1: Well, why do you think he washed his hands?
0: Oh, yeah. Why the
1: fuck do you think they went to a gun range earlier?
0: You still still wipe the arms, the clothes?
1: So uh, the first thing that the detective says is clearly he did not touch her or check for a pulse. Mm -hmm. And this guy, you could tell he's getting mad because he's like, listen, if it was my wife... I'm at least gonna roll her over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, at the very least, I'm gonna be like, "Baby, okay," and he's right. gonna roll her over. Right. Yeah. He's like, he touched her left hand, touched her hand, didn't check for a pulse, didn't grab her. He said most men grab their wives and yeah. start. Oh my god! I oh mean, my god! Like,
0: sh- like if it happened to us, like you I don't would fucking sh- roll
1: me over, guys Oh, damn I it. would
0: shake you, like wake the fuck mm-hmm. up, you know.
1: I would kick you and be like, Annie, Annie, are you okay? (laughs) I would. I'd poke you with a stick.
0: (laughs) Um, My walker.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh!
0: Just hit me with the walker.
1: Please do not let me forget. Okay. I have to get the walker with the seat out of the garage and put it in my car.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Don't let me forget. I won't let you forget.
1: Um, Because I forgot today. Oh. (laughs) So, So the cop's like, so what happened? And again, Mick is like she she must have she must have killed herself. And then by the end of the interview, he's like, "Well, you know, she was reloading the weapon. Maybe it was just a terrible accident."
0: Uh okay. yeah. Let
1: me remind you of the perfect circle yeah. in her ear. So now they don't have any solid evidence against him. Right. They don't have a motive at this point. Right. So they let him go. Yeah. The next day, they are conducting a search of his home um, and really find nothing until they get into his home office. Mm-hmm. Um, they said it was an absolute mess, and it was clear that um, Leanne never went in there. It okay. looked more like a man cave than an yeah. office.
0: Right.
1: So they start going through everything, and they find this big manila envelope.
0: Mm-hmm. Why
1: do they call it a manila envelope, by the way? I was thinking about this when I was writing it down. Is
0: manila a color? I don't think so. I didn't think so either. Because
1: everybody says brown manila envelope.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. Why isn't it just a brown envelope? A big brown envelope.
1: A letter size envelope. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. That's my question. I'm going to find out now. Yeah. So, in this envelope, they find a shit ton of letters and cards and pictures.
0: Ooh. Saucy ones. And
1: most of this stuff is from Judge Susan.
0: Ooh, ooh. To Mick. Yeah.
1: And it's clear that they were in a relationship. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. So they immediately go to Susan and she immediately admits to the affair. Yeah. And and tells him, like, listen, yes, we were together, but he um you know he he wasn't sleeping with his wife, and <laughs> right um he told me he would never leave her, but we stayed together and but and, I mean she she owns up to it a hundred percent, yeah, um but she was out of town, so she had a solid alibi okay, and the detective even was like, she clearly had no fucking idea that this was about to happen, right, so she took no part in it, like she didn't help plan it. He said we had to clear her, but it was it was clear pretty quick that she really just didn't know, yeah. So they end up, Leanne ends up having an autopsy, obviously. Mm -hmm. Now, the autopsy shows that the gunshot wound to Leanne's head was shot from anywhere between 12 and 18 inches away from her head.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: This solidifies homicide versus suicide. Yep. Because from her shoulder to her middle fingertip is only 23 inches. Yeah. It is impossible. Yeah. To shoot yourself from 12 to 18 inches away. That's a right. foot to a foot and a half. Yeah. No fucking way.
0: So. And if you're going to kill yourself, are you going to really do that?
1: No, you want that fucking thing as close to your head is, as you can get.
0: You're exactly You right. want to make
1: sure that the shit's going to, it's going to be it's right. It's going to work. Yeah. So the other thing they noticed in the autopsy photo is that she had blood in the palm of her right hand. Hmm. Now, if you're shooting yourself with your right hand. Yeah. of the time, and you can probably vouch for this too, Mm -hmm. when a person shoots themselves, everything contracts. Oh, yeah. That's what happens. Oh, yeah. And that gun is still in their hand. Yeah. How often is it not? Yeah. Even when somebody is shooting a gun and they get shot, it grips the gun. The gun is in their hand.
0: I've seen it...
1: We've rolled people over with their finger on the trigger. I get
0: it, but you know I've been in shooting situations Mm -hmm. where I've seen it up close. Where yep, you know I'm thinking of the Dalton one.
1: Everything puckers like your butthole, and it grips that fucking gun with your hand.
0: So and and you poop and you poop yourself.
1: You do poop yourself. Um, Never mind. Nobody needs to know that. So the gun is sitting next to her. Yeah, obviously it's not in her hand yeah and there's blood in the palm of her hand so how do you get blood in the palm of your hand when you're holding the gun that you're shooting yourself with right oh probably because you're not holding the gun right uh and the gun was found on top of blood droplets on the carpet Oh. sir
0: hmm
1: have you how many cases have you fucking tried
0: yeah no shit what is
1: wrong with you even i know better
0: apparently no shooting ones
1: Well, all them drug dealers he dealt with. Yeah. So, the cops were like, obviously. This is fucking obvious he did it. Yeah, of course. So, on August 19th, Michael Fletcher is arrested for the murder of his wife and his unborn child.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: She was not very far along, but Uh, she was was far enough along that they could charge him with with, the murder of the unborn child.
0: Yeah, I was curious how how far along she was this
1: is when this is the first time judge susan finds out that she was pregnant
0: oh yeah that probably didn't go over too well no
1: no so on june 12th of 2000 his trial begins um he's still claiming innocence saying that it was just a, a tragic accident of course uh the the first thing the prosecution does is proves that it was not suicide right um, The second thing they do is they bring his clothing in because to the naked eye, there's no blood on it. Mm-hmm. You look up close, there's a shit ton of spray. Some,
0: is there really?
1: A lot of spray. Oh, so clearly,
0: sir, he
1: was in the same room,
0: sir. at
1: the very least. Throw him in the garbage. Dude, you were in the bathroom. <laughs>
0: right. Jump in the shower,
1: dude. Why was your shirt still on?
0: Oh, you idiot. What what? Dude, God. criminals are idiots. How
1: the fuck are you supposed to defend criminals when you are such a shitty one?
0: Right. Right. Dude, You're exactly right.
1: You guys, it was a perfect opportunity. You're boning. Take yeah. your shirt off.
0: Yeah. Right. Dip
1: shit. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus Christ, And that's just
0: weird to me to have sex with a shirt on. I
1: guess like, oh, it's a quickie. But I don't care. There's that's nobody home. That's just weird to
0: me. And like socks. Dude, the socks piss me off. socks are weird.
1: Socks in general, I don't like. Yeah. So, yeah. But like, I I mean, so he planned it, obviously, to go to the gun range. So they both have gunshot residue on them. Right. Okay, I'll give you that. Good job. Uh, You didn't pay attention to the gun. You didn't pay attention to where you put the fucking gun. Right. And you did not take the ample opportunity of nakedness to take your shirt off.
0: Nakedness.
1: They took your shirt (laughs) and found the blood spatter. You fucking dipshit.
0: Oh, what a wiener.
1: You are a dummy. Literally,
0: what a wiener. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, legit. Giant fucking wiener. Right. So, the police theorized that Fletcher had planned the shooting rain trip, obviously, so there would be the gunshot residue. But he could not explain away that high-velocity blood spatter on his shirt. He just kind of went...
0: What had happened I forgot to take my
1: shirt off. fucking idiot. So, the judge gets on the stand. Ooh. Yeah. And she's like, you know, this is what was going on with the marriage. Like, this is what he told me. I had no idea he was doing this. He did this on his own. Blah, blah, blah. But... He had mentioned to me several times that she didn't like guns. Yeah. Dude, now you're telling your fucking girlfriend? Right. Your wife don't like guns? And you take her to a shooting range and then say that she was loading the weapon?
0: What an idiot.
1: Your girlfriend knows she wasn't loading the weapon. What
0: a fucking idiot. Right.
1: You fucking idiot.
0: Right. (sighs) How stupid.
1: So the jury has a hard time determining whether or not this was premeditated how much he planned it beforehand. Yeah. Did it just kind of happen to be that he really did want to teach her how to use the weapon so she would be safe? Ooh, See, you bitching at me about my fucking glasses. That was
0: my beer. I'm sorry.
1: Um, You know, did it, was it spur of the moment they started talking about the divorce and it happened. Yeah. So they end up convicting him of second degree murder. Ooh, not first not degree. Not first nope. degree?
0: nope. I mean, yeah, how are you going to tell the premeditation? They
1: couldn't. There wasn't enough. Y- yeah. It was circumstantial. Y- it is. But not enough to cause reasonable doubt that it was yeah. first degree. So on August I, 16th.
0: I'm okay with that because yeah. I. how how can you prove it Yeah, unless he, unless he gives it up? He comes out up. and says it, right. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so on August 16th, he was uh, found guilty of second degree murder. The jurors did, they rejected a first-degree murder charge. They were given the option to do it and yeah. just said that they couldn't. Yeah. Now, I mean, um, the judge... First
0: time probably ever a jury does something right.
1: Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> Fuck. The judge would go on to say, quote, In all of these years, I don't think I've ever seen a crime that was so incredibly cold-blooded. She ain't
0: been around that long. Yeah. Dude, where yeah. have you been?
1: Yeah. Um, Get his... out
0: into the real world. Yeah. <laughs> His parents,
1: yeah, continued to back him. Of course. Uh, His mother says... My baby boy. Quote, he's been pro-life all his life. He absolutely loved his child. There is no reason he could never have done this. Oh, of
0: course not.
1: What in the fuck are you talking about? He's been pro-life.
0: Oh, babe, she's probably smoking something.
1: What? What? <laughs> so
0: he wasn't pro life that day. Are
1: we completely disregarding the fact that he shot and killed his wife?
0: Yeah. She meant he was pro life except the baby. that day. Right.
1: Well, yeah. Well, and except, except for his day.
0: wife. R- exactly. Right.
1: Just just for the,
0: the baby. Just that day. He w- it and slipped. he
1: would never shoot his wife because he's he's pro life. He couldn't hurt the baby. Right,
0: right. Ma'am. Ma'am. wake Ma- the fuck up.
1: Ma'am.
0: Knock knock. Who's there? Not your fucking brain, what,
1: (laughs) mm, babe? That one drove me nuts. Yeah. So it turns out though that the judge was like, "Hey, you know what? We think you fucked up enough. You're about to get life in prison."
0: Ooh, for second degree, second
1: degree murder. She ended up giving him life in prison with the possibility of parole after 25 years.
0: Well, I mean, because it's two counts, right? Right.
1: So he does for mom and the the baby. Yeah.
0: So Now,
1: the judge... Yeah, I'm
0: definitely cool with life.
1: So, like I said earlier, everybody in the jury was bothered by the fact that he never called Leanne by her name during that 911 call. That Um,
0: that is weird. They said... Why, Why wouldn't you? That
1: that turned out to be the most crucial piece of evidence that they were looking at. Really? It's so one of the jurors saying, "Quote, if something happened to one of my family members, I would imagine I would be screaming their name." Yeah. Yeah, to wake of him up. Of course. He didn't do that. He called her honey and sweetheart. No. I will fucking punch you in the face from the yeah. goddamn dead if you call me sweetheart when I die.
0: Or honey. Hun. Hun wake up. Hun. Yeah, I will wake You're up. You're getting angry right just now. Just to fucking
1: punch you, and then go back to being dead.
0: Throat punch me, and then die just, again.
1: There you go. Um, they also said that in the 911 call, he seemed to make comments that would exonerate him. Wonder even said that uh, quote basically it seemed like the whole defense was on that tape. He was talking about where his daughter was and that they just got back from the shooting range. And well, of
0: course, guilty people have to... They
1: talk too they have, fucking much.
0: It's called word vomit.
1: Yes, too much. Yeah. Answer the questions that are being asked of you. Yeah.
0: Give no more. But you can't. It's your guilty conscience mm-hmm. coming out yep. trying to make up a story.
1: So he ends up saying that he denied rehearsing the call um, and says, quote, I defy anyone to tell me how they would act if you came in and found somebody you love in that condition. Mm -hmm. Sir, nobody would act in the manner that you did. Right. Nobody would grab a hand and go, oh, she's
0: gone. Right.
1: Especially because, I mean, she still had something going on in her fucking heart. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He said
1: he was holding his dying wife, looking into her eyes, calling her honey.
0: How about, like, get a fucking blanket, cover the hole, and start CPR?
1: Uh, Cover her vagina. Yeah,
0: well, at the too. very least. Yeah, at that that too.
1: Roll her over.
0: Yeah. Airway. Yeah.
1: Airway.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Just saying.
0: Well, I, I wouldn't know that to be honest with you. I would have rolling done...
1: me over would give me an airway.
0: Okay. I what I would have done CPR. I, I would have done CPR. Mm-hmm. I would have gotten a blanket and like covered, like pushed up against your head and then started cpr that's what i I would have done
1: i just that's
0: i mean i'm not trained so i'm you know and which is bad to say they didn't fucking train us in fucking medical
1: you've done cpr though
0: i yeah and he died
1: uh babe he was dead
0: yeah prior to unfortunately my first and only time that i gave cpr he fucking dies
1: he had been dead
0: he, he was like, he, but the poor wife yeah. was right there when I was giving it to him.
1: I remember you called me and you're like, how, because, do, you, how do you do yeah, CPR? And I'm like, wait, babe, like the
0: ambulance. Like,
1: no, you called me after to make sure you did it right.
0: I did. <laughs> but like, I babe, it was so bad because and I'm not blaming your company because it was your company. But I think I was just I was in the area. Like, yeah. I was down the street when yeah. the call came out, so I had gotten there so quick. Well, and and the were, family was all downstairs yeah. going fucking and nuts.
1: I, I remember, I mean, I looked. They did not have an extended scene time. It just, it no, always seems that no, way.
0: It, it it does. But, you know, like, when the family and, is yelling, like, yeah. I can't just stand there and do nothing. Yeah. So I ran upstairs with the wife and just started. You and, called
1: me afterwards, and you're like, how did you CPR? And I'm like, but... And I Wait, do I have to like walk you through this right now, or I, is this an after? And I,
0: I couldn't get him on the ground because you he, were too big. He, in this, it mm-hmm. was a small space. They had a dresser drawer, yeah. up against both sides of the bed. Yeah, I remember. And he was literally. Close to 400 pounds. Yeah,
1: he was a big guy. So
0: I, I pulled on his arm and he wasn't moving. No. so I had to give him CPR in his bed. But we're fucking going. We're, we're yeah. bouncing up and down and it's not doing shit. But
1: then I, the crew that came, I Dylan. It, it was Dylan, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So now you have you guys. But are they were able. They boys. they
0: dragged him off.
1: Oh yeah, we always do. Yeah,
0: they dragged him off and then we're able to get him in the hallway. Yeah, and that's and what started. we do.
1: That's the first thing we do is get him off the bed. Yeah. So.
0: But I, I couldn't do it myself and fucking... No, you can't. You know what pissed me off is I got on the radio and I said I was doing CPR. So you would think, like, my supervisor or someone else would show up. But then after, the supervisor was just like, oh, good job. They
1: were like, poor bastard got yeah, there first. Yeah, like, dude, fuck,
0: man. Back me up.
1: Yeah. If, I, I remember Because if, if I had
0: another guy with <clears throat> me, like, it, it could have gone... It, no. Babe, he was dead. I, I don't know, babe. I he don't was,
1: know. no, he was, he was dead. He was dead, dead. Uh, you, there was nothing you could have done. Trust me. It always sucks.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, even with witnessed CPR, there's, it's only like a 12% survival rate.
0: Right, right.
1: So, but like,
0: <clears> hey, <throat> I survived.
1: I remember calling 911 for you. Yeah. And so I had always had this this dream that like i go to call 911 and they don't answer. Yeah. So when Ooh. i call 911 for you it's ringing and ringing and i'm like oh my god this is my dream like reimagined you yeah. know. And then i keep telling myself don't sound stupid don't sound stupid. Yeah. So i tried to i was as short with as much information as i could. I'm like you know he's he's 2 days post op. He's going into respiratory rest. This is the color of his skin. This is how much he weighs. So you might want to send an engine crew, like yeah. giving him everything. And I was good. I was, I was not, I mean, I wasn't good, but I was yeah. able to get the information out and they got there. And I remember the one medic coming up and over the stairs going, we got to go. I know what that fucking means. Yeah. When I say that we're fucked. We got to go like now we got to go now.
0: Yeah.
1: I was fine until you guys pulled away. <clears throat> then I lost my shit. But like you give us just short to the point. Is right. he breathing? No. Is he bleeding? Yes. Where's the injury in the head? Like, right. I don't care where your parents are. I don't care what you had for lunch yesterday.
0: Right. I don't care where your kids are right now. I don't care. Right.
1: <laughs> like the one guy. I don't I,
0: care if the TV is on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will still never forget the one call. It's a white woman. <laughs> okay.
0: Do we drive Do, faster for them? Right. <laughs> Do we drive? Let I, me put my siren on now.
1: I'm like, so, and I.
0: You fucking racist the, son of a bitch.
1: The dispatcher tells me. He's screaming, it's a white woman. And I'm like, well, tell him I'm sending a black paramedic. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I'm like, are we supposed to drive faster for them?
0: You're supposed to put on your siren, right. babe.
1: I could not. Like,
0: this, this man legitimately thought that we were going to drive faster. Oh, my God, babe. People kill I, me. I swear to God, people kill me. They do. All they right, do. let's get back to this.
1: So he's he's in jail. Good. He's declaring his innocence. Still, he has exhausted oh, by this, all of his if, appeals.
0: If you get life in prison and you lose your appeals. just be like, yeah, I did it. Why don't you just fucking give it up?
1: At least for closure purposes,
0: exactly. But Dude, it's it's you're all a control caught. thing.
1: It's all a control thing. It like, is the, the serial killers and shit that are like. They have one body that they won't tell you where it is. Right, right. And they hint at it and they just they won't. Right. Or they keep the head and won't yeah. tell you where you know, it's Dude, it's a fucking control. Give thing.
0: people closure. Yeah. You're fucking caught. Just give it up. Give it up. It's it's over.
1: Right. You're done.
0: It is over.
1: You're not getting a new trial. No,
0: you're not getting out. Your appeals are done.
1: She's not coming back.
0: She's not coming back. But Your wait. other relationship is fucking shot to hell. Oh,
1: and she ended up, her career is fucking shot. Oh, I believe completely it. Completely
0: fucking shot. I believe it. She
1: lost re-election. Yeah, like, oh, I believe it. Just completely fucking shot. Yeah. It's So, you know, the damage is done, dude. Just yeah. give, him, give the parents closure.
0: Yeah, I can believe so, it. So,
1: he's sitting in jail.
0: Oh, that was, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Still oh, well, that, says it's an accident.
0: That was a good... Good case. Good case, Heather. Thank you for uh, yeah. requesting that. So. They're
1: also looking into the judge to see if she, well, they were, if, if she should be punished for um, giving him cases.
0: Yeah, she should be. And not disclosing the relationship. She should be. Yeah. She absolutely should be. Yeah,
1: because she played favorites.
0: She did. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to think of the word what that's called, but <laughs> I can't think of it. Favoritism? It, yeah, but like, isn't that not malpractice like
1: a legal term yeah
0: would it be malpractice or no yeah i'm trying to think of a word that would fit but i
1: don't know what word you're looking for Uh,
0: babe i don't know my brain don't work
1: words are hard words are hard they're hard words are hard hard. oh my god did i tell you that fucking amazon has been telling me for three days that Fucking Italian products are on sale. Yes. I'm like, this is God's way of telling me that people in Italy heard my House of Gucci episode yep. and were like, and you they're fucking, fucking pissed. hillbilly. Yeah. You weren't even close. Fuck this
0: lady. We are now going to fuck with her and her phone and this her is, electronics. This is
1: what it is. <laughs> Italian products straight from Italy. I'm like, oh my God. They're like, you're this fucking hillbilly. She wasn't her, even close. God exactly.
0: It. Fuck her and her family. I was like, So, babe.
1: Oh, God. I I got
0: a joke, and this is fucking terrible. People, please do not call parent, you know, services on us. Jax actually told me this joke, and it's a fucking bad dad joke. But I got to say it because I laughed my ass off. Is
1: it the one he just told?
0: Yes. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's that bad?
1: It's not that bad. It's just could be deemed personal.
0: All right, but well, then keep talking because I gotta find a dad joke to end
1: with. What do you want me to talk about?
0: I don't know. Talk about your day.
1: Talk about my day? Yes. Oh, I thought you said talk about my dad for a minute. Since you're talking about dad no, jokes, no, my geez. dad was a little fucking angry leprechaun. He was like five three on a good day. If his hair was puffy, because he had like white man fro, he would get perms.
0: And now I'm turning into your dad.
1: You are my. Fa- you yawn, and I'm like, oh my god, that's my father.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my god. But he had this purple fucking sweater. It was like his, you know how when you're going out and people are like, what are you wearing? And you're yeah. like, oh, jeans and a nice top. Yeah. My dad had this purple sweater that was like. His... Is it
0: like a Bill Cosby sweater?
1: No. It was like, like <laughs> he, I would have worn it. You know
0: what I'm talking yeah. about? Those Bill yeah, Cosby no. sweaters? It was just a
1: regular like purple sweater. But like, he thought he was hot shit. He'd put on jeans and his purple sweater and like poof up his permed hair. And yeah, he thought he was fucking great.
0: <laughs> All right. I got a dad joke. All right. What did the cake say to the fork? Oh my god! You want a piece of me? Ch- <laughs> <laughs> and now Jax has walked into the room. So Jax, do you want to say uh, you want to say goodbye to everyone?
1: I want to say no. No, uh-uh. no. no! 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 The joke no.
0: is too bad. Is it that? Yeah, bad? people will will call parent services on us. So damn it.
1: What? Okay, uh, y- so that makes
0: it so better. So that makes it better. Watch your language, young man.
1: Nana's going to come over here. And your Nana's, Nana's going to knock out. your teeth out. Grandma's going to make you say 10 Hail Marys.
0: Yep. No swearing, but say goodbye to everyone. Bye. All right, guys. Uh, if you want to become a Patreon, go to www.patreon.com forward slash death to us part number one. Uh, hit that like, follow, subscribe button, whatever platform you listen to us on, hit that five-star liking, mm-hmm. and we will be talking to you soon.
1: Bye. Bye. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes.